Well, hey there, Difference Maker, and thank you for tuning in to episode number 11 of the Primary Teacher Friends podcast. I am so glad to have you here today as I interview my great friend and morning message expert, Janet Grigsby. We are going to try so hard to convince you to try the very simple yet powerful strategy of using morning message in your classroom. My friend, you are in for a treat today. Are you ready? You are tuned in to the Primary Teacher Podcast. Now, if your job description doesn't consist of teaching little people to read, develop, succeed, and grow... You're probably in the wrong place. But if you do teach kindergarten, first or second grade, well, you're what we call a difference maker. And you're among friends here. And now, your host, primary teacher, content creator, and little people fanatic, Tony Mullins. Welcome, welcome, teacher friends, and thank you so, so much for being here today. And a special thanks to those of you who are taking your most precious, precious time to leave me a review on the podcast. I am so, so appreciative of that. And I'm even hosting a $50 Amazon gift card giveaway each and every month. If you would like to be entered to win that, write a review here on the podcast, take a screenshot before you hit submit, and then post that screenshot over in our Primary Teacher Friends Facebook community. I will link that in the show notes. Do that today because as of right now, the month of September is halfway over. Can you believe that? So get your entry in as soon as you can. But for now, I want to give a listener shout out to MD Kinder Educator. This is what this teacher had to say in a review. I have been following and using Teacher Tony's excellent resources in my kindergarten classroom for years now. She is such an encouraging encouraging and motivated teacher. I am loving this new podcast and cannot wait to hear more episodes in the future. Well, virtual hugs to you, my friend. Your uplifting words really gave me the energy boost I needed to get this week's episode done. With that, let me introduce today's guest. Have you ever had an incredible mentor that you look up to in ways that you can't even describe? If the Bible didn't say it's wrong to idolize, this woman would be my literacy idol. Her name is Janet Grigsby. I call her Mrs. Grigsby because I am still a student of hers. I still call her so often for help and support, and I think everything that she says is pure gold. Although she is a literacy guru in all areas dealing with learning to read, her favorite topic is morning message. When you say those two words around Miss Grigsby, her eyes light up and she has so many experiences and so much knowledge to share around this topic. 
After recording this episode, I knew many of you would want to know more and learn more from Miss Grigsby. So she and I have created a free resource to go along with this episode. It's called Teacher's Guide to Morning Message Success. In that document, you will find so many tips and strategies, even some new ideas for those of you who already use Morning Message to spice up your Morning Message time with your students. When Miss Grigsby sent me this information, I was astounded and so, so excited to share it with you. If you're interested in that download, be sure to check it out over at teachertony.com forward slash morning message. And now, finally, let's get over to my interview with Mrs. Janet Grigsby. Good morning, Miss Grigsby. How are you today? I am great. Thank you so much for being here. Now, I've told our listeners all about you, but I want to hear your story from you. Can you tell us about your journey as an educator up to this point? Well, I'll tell you, it has been a very long journey. I started teaching 50 years ago in 1970, and I was hired fresh out of college as a teacher to teach reading to struggling readers. It was a program called Chapter One. And since then, I have been a stay-at-home mom. I've taught special ed. In fact, I started the first special ed program in Knott County in 1974. The majority of my years were spent teaching kindergarten, but one year I also was the special art, music, and PE teacher. And then when the vogue of ungraded primary came along, I taught a combined kindergarten, first, second, and third grade class. And then I taught reading recovery. I was a literacy coach for Knott County. And when the funding for that program ended, I went back to the classroom in a program called SAVE, which is a program which teaches small groups of struggling readers. So you might say I've come full circle. I started out teaching small groups of struggling readers, and that's probably where I'll be when I retire. I should have just said, is there anything you have not done, Miss Grigsby? That would have been more appropriate. Well, I've enjoyed every different thing I've taught. Well, you're such an expert, and you are definitely what I would call a mentor to me. You've guided me through from the very first year that I taught a lot of topics regarding literacy. So that's why I wanted to bring you here today is because in my eyes and those of all the people who work with you, you are a literacy expert. And the topic we're covering today, Morning Message, is your most favorite resource to use in the classroom. Can you tell us why that is? Why are you so passionate about morning message? Well, to me, the morning message is like this little bit of magic that lures even the most reluctant student. I mean, who can resist a personal handwritten letter with a message just for them? But at the same time, it's a tool that can be used to teach every reading skill known to man. Absolutely. It's such a powerful strategy 
onlookers may not believe that until they actually try it. So you and I are here to convince the teachers that are listening to please give this strategy or resource activity, however you think about it, but to give it a try because it's so powerful. And we're going to share three really incredible reasons they should do that today. For those of us who may not know what morning message is, can you give us a really simple definition? Well, in its simplest form, a morning message is a letter written in a friendly letter format that the teacher writes to her students. Usually it's written on chart paper that's big enough for all the students to see at the same time. And the message can say anything the teacher wants her students to know. That is a simply perfect description of what morning message is. Now let's get on to reason number one, teachers need to try this strategy. Uh, Ms. Grigsby, I'm very confident in saying that the engagement teachers will see from their students during morning message is pretty much unparalleled to any other resource. Would you agree with that? I would agree with that because everything in the morning message is relevant to what's going on in their lives right now. And kids want to be engaged and they want to know what's going on. They're curious about what's in the letter. And it's not like normally teachers are, pay attention, sit up, put your eyes on me. With the morning message, they're ready to find out what's in that little surprise. Yes, yesterday you described it as students, they are chomping at the bits to read it. I really like how you described it in that way. Tell us what it looks like when students are chomping at the bits to read that message. Well, when I taught kindergarten, my morning message was on a chart paper on an easel. And the kids would come in in the morning and go to their lockers, put their backpacks and their lunch boxes and their coats away. And before they'd come back to their seat, They'd see that morning message there and they would stop. And you could just watch the learning going on through those kids. Their little fingers would be pointing to words. Their eyes would be focused on the morning message. Their mouths would be moving. If one couldn't figure out another, a word, then maybe another student next to them would help them. And there was a sense of community and this sense of anticipation and a sense of accomplishment that they could pretty much figure out what that morning message said. And sometimes if I wanted the morning message to be a surprise or I had something in it, I didn't want them to read as soon as they came in, I'd have to hide the morning message before school started to keep them from doing that. Oh, so pretty much you had to hide the message so they wouldn't read it. So what other activities have we ever had where we're asking children not to read it yet? That is very unique about the morning message. And I like how you uh, told us about how eager they are. Teachers, we, we want our students to be so eager to read. And this easy strategy is just a perfect way to do that, to accomplish that. So you said earlier that who doesn't want Want to get a personal message and I just want to share that marketers have picked up on this if you've ever checked your mail and you see a letter that looks like a handwritten letter you're very very excited to open it you only open it to find that some politician or company has sent you a letter that looks like a handwritten letter so Miss Grigsby what you're saying is we can mimic that same strategy in our classroom by giving our students this personalized letter that is from us each day why is it so important for us to do that 
Well, I think we want to make this connection with our children. And when they know that you have taken the time to write them a personal message and you know things about what's going on in their life and you tell them about things that are going on in your life, I think that helps build a sense of connection with your students and a sense of community with your whole classroom. Absolutely. It's hard to find opportunities to do that in the normal day, but still connect the content. So the morning message is a a great way to bring those two things together, content and connection. So that's a really powerful reason to give this a try. Let me also bring out, Miss Grigsby, that you and I have talked before in the past about whether it should be typed or handwritten, and I know you're on the side of handwritten letters. Can you tell us why it is important to write that letter out by hand rather than type it out in a document format? I think one of the things that makes the morning message so special is that it is handwritten. If you type it out and project it or the students are reading it from the typed version, it's not much different than anything else they read, their books, their passages, whatever. But when you see that morning message, especially embellished with a little bit of artwork and more colorful, I think it just makes it a little more special to the children that you took the time to communicate with them in this personal way. Yes, I absolutely agree with you. I've tried both formats and handwritten is the best because students' eyes are more drawn to it. You're absolutely correct. So I want to point out to anyone listening that this isn't a quick strategy. There is a little preparation involved. So when you face using the morning message, plan for that time to write your message each day. Once you get in the routine of writing your message each day, and the more you do it, the more practice you have, the quicker that preparation will go. But just be prepared for that in the very beginning. There's a little preparation involved, but it is so, so worth it, which is what you'll find in the reasons we provide for you today. And that's true. The more you do it, the easier and quicker you can do it. With that, Miss Grigsby, let's move on to reason number two, why teachers need to use morning message in their classroom. And this reason is that it provides so many opportunities to incorporate skills and content. And you said there's no other resource that gives us that versatility and flexibility. Miss Grigsby, can you tell us how we can use morning message to teach those skills and content? Well, any reading skill there is can be taught through the morning message. You can do the pre-reading skills like where to begin and return sweep and concept of a word through the phonological awareness, phonics, and the higher level skills such as parts of speech, main idea, and topic sense. All of those skills are embedded in your morning message, and you don't even have to necessarily plan that I'm gonna teach adjectives or I'm gonna teach return sweep, whatever the letter message contains, you can ask questions about where do we begin to read? How many words are in this sentence? Who can find an adjective? Who can find a verb? What's the topic sentence of this paragraph? So you don't have to plan to include things that will, you want to teach, they're just naturally there in the personal message you've written your students. 
And another thing going back to engagement is that it's relevant to your current teaching. You can go back and you can review skills that have already been taught or you can even introduce new skills through your morning message. Miss Grigsby, that's something I had not realized until you taught me. But can you give us an example of introducing new content through your morning message? When you write this personal message, you don't want to put tons of content in the message. You want it to be personal to the kids. But at the same time, you can plan and include points of review, points of introduction, things like that that you want the students to know. So, for instance, if you were going to read a Curious George book to your first graders in the afternoon, you can build a little bit of background knowledge in your morning message and Probably most kids don't know what the word curious means. So you can include a sentence about being curious about something and a little personal story about yourself being curious. Talk about what curious means. And then that afternoon, when you bring your Curious George book out, the kids have no idea that you've set them up, that you have built this background with them. And they feel so smart and so excited that the word that was in the morning message is also in the book that you're going to read that afternoon. I absolutely love that example. How fun for the kids. And for those who don't have a lot of background knowledge, you've just given them a heavy dose of confidence and happiness. You're right. Thank you for sharing that. What a wonderful way to use the morning message. So for teachers teaching the various grade levels, Miss Grigsby, can you tell us how the morning message looks different from a kindergarten stance up to the second grade level? Well, with the kindergarten morning message, I usually wrote that on a chart paper that was like a half piece of paper. It was a smaller piece. The letter's shorter. The sentences are simpler. The words are more basic. And as you progress on to first grade, the letters become longer, sentences a little more complicated, and on into second grade, I usually used the big chart paper, the full-size chart paper. The letters were much longer. Um, The skills that you cover in the morning message, of course, will differ with the grade level of the student. In kindergarten, you're gonna be talking about letter recognition, sound recognition, punctuation maybe, and phonological awareness skills like rhyming. As you go into first grade, you'll go into a little more complicated phonics with vowel teams and blends and digraphs and maybe more comprehension. And then as you get into second grade, you're gonna be talking about the main idea of the message, the main idea of paragraphs, parts of speech like verbs and nouns. So the skills you bring in will be different with the different grade levels. Let's get on to reason number three, teachers need to give morning message a try. And our reason is that there are so many opportunities for differentiation during this activity. I would say, Ms. Grigsby, differentiation is so important in our classrooms because we want to reach every learner at their own level, and that's very hard in most resources that we use. So, Ms. Grigsby, why is the morning message such a great way to differentiate between our learners? The easiest way to differentiate during the morning message is by your questioning. And you want to always set your students up for success. So the level of questions you ask them, you want to match to the student ability. And one of the things that is my favorite to do when I question is, 
come and show me or circle anything you know. And that opens it up so that if they want to do a letter, they can do a letter. If they don't know a letter, they could circle a picture. They could circle a word. They could circle a whole sentence and read to you. If they can't even do that, they can watch what somebody else does and then come up and point out the exact same thing that another student did and tell you what it is. And even though it wasn't an original thought, they learned something by watching somebody else. So you can ask one student to find the letter A and hold up that A and they find it to match. You can tell another student, can you come and find a word that has an A in it? You can ask another student to read a word with a short A and you just differentiate by the level of questions you ask your students. I absolutely love come circle anything you know because there's no student who could not feel successful in that moment of coming in front of the class and showing what they know. Thank you so much for sharing that, Miss Grigsby. What a wonderful way to differentiate. We give our kids confidence to love to learn to read. So teachers can also use this resource as a way to formatively assess their students and gain more knowledge about their abilities. Ms. Grigsby, can you tell us what that would look like during our morning message routine? Well, you can learn a lot about your students by watching how they interact with the morning message, by what they're able to circle, by what they're able to, the questions they're able to answer when you ask. If a student comes up and reads a whole line in the morning message, that kind of gives you an idea where that student is in the reading area. If they come up and circle a picture, that kind of gives you an idea if they know what that picture is and they can vocalize what it is. And sometimes you can prod them a little bit and if they circle the picture, you could say, can you find the word that says ball? You circled a picture of a ball, where's the word that says ball? And if they know that's beside the word, that the picture is helping them know the word, then that gives you an idea of exactly where they're at in the sequence of reading. Miss Grigsby, morning message is also a great way to scaffold our learners. Can you tell us what that looked like for you when you were in the classroom? Well, when you first start out at the beginning of the year with your morning message, you want the kids to be successful. And one of the ways to do that is to repeat in your morning message. So every morning you would write, dear boys and girls, and they come in and they start the morning message and that they know that that says dear boys and girls. They might not be looking at the individual words or anything, but just from their memory, they know that's dear boys and girls. So they're successful. They can read the reading in the message. But then as time goes on, you don't want them to just have that memorized. So you might switch the word girls and boys and put boys first. And they come in and they say dear girls and boys and you draw their attention to the fact that boys begins with buzz, so it couldn't say girls and boys, it must say boys and girls. And thereafter, every morning, they're looking to see which it is, boys or girls. And then when they, you've got them paying attention to that beginning sound, you switch and instead of saying dear boys and girls, you might say dear children and get them to really be looking at the words. So that's kind of scaffolding from the beginning of reading, which is memorization, to looking at the beginning sound, to looking through the whole word. 
That is just fantastic. Thank you for that great description. And you're absolutely right. We give them just enough to get them up to the next level. And I really like the repetition and routine of morning message for that reason. Kids get really comfortable with it. And that is where they find the most success. As I mentioned in the beginning, there are so many incredible reasons to try and use morning message every single day in your classroom. But I hope the three reasons we've given you today are convincing enough. If not, I really want Miss Grigsby to share this incredible story that she has from her experience using Morning Message. And it's all about the mystery box that she used in her classroom and the tie it had with Morning Message one day. Miss Grigsby, can you tell us that story, please? I kept a mystery box in my classroom and we didn't open it every day. The kids never knew when there would be a surprise in the mystery box. But my one rule was that they could never touch the mystery box unless they were the person selected to open it because I didn't want the kids running to it in the morning to see if there was a surprise in the box. So that was my hard and fast rule. You don't touch the mystery box. So one morning late in spring when the kids were pretty good at reading the morning message, I wrote a message to the students and I said, if you can read this, go to the mystery box, open it up and take out a treat. And I watched the kids' eyes as they were silently reading the letter. And I could tell who knew exactly what the letter said because they would look over at the mystery box and then they would look at me and then they would reread the letter because they couldn't believe what they were reading. And they didn't have the confidence to know for sure that that's what it said and they surely didn't want to get in trouble by running to the surprise box and opening it. Usually after a minute or two, some brave soul would venture over toward the mystery box and as soon as one went, everybody that had read it would get up and go and get their treat out of the mystery box. What a special memory for you and for those students who on that day got to hack the mystery box just because they were able to read. Miss Grigsby, I feel so blessed that we've had you here. For those who are listening who want to learn more from you about the morning message, which I highly suggest to anyone out there, how can we contact you? My email is janet.grigsby at not.kyschools.us. If you have any questions about the morning message, or would like to see some pictures of examples of the morning message, I'd be happy to share those with anyone. All right, guys, you heard her. The morning message and all those reasons, you've got to give it a try. Thank you so much for being here, Miss Grigsby. Thank you so much for having me. There's nothing I love talking about more than morning message. If that mystery box story did not tug at your heartstrings, you have a heart of stone, teacher. Wasn't that awesome? Thank you for listening today, and I hope you are fully convinced to give Morning Message a try. Don't forget to get the Teacher's Guide to Morning Message Success over at teachertony.com forward slash morning message. And if you haven't had a chance, join our Primary Teacher Friends Facebook community. As quickly as I can, I will approve your request, friend. Now it's time for me to get going, but until we meet again, go make a difference, teacher friend. Teacher friend.